Never mind. It's an Australian dude that reacts to videos, and it's really funny. There you go. Gotcha. <laughs> Charlie nailed that description with ease. Oh, yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> Holy. That's, yeah. There's a lot more cussing. <laughs> Hello, and welcome to Louisville's Best Podcast. A podcast about everything, nothing, and all things in between you are Louisville's best listeners, and we are so excited that you are joining us for another week. we got a full house, not all together. Uh, our good friend Charlie is dog-sitting tonight. Charlie, how are you, buddy? I'm doing good. Just hanging out with Ferris Bueller, the pit bull boxer mix. That is a great dog name. It's perfect. Mm-hmm. He seems like a really good dog, Charlie. He is a very good dog. It's awesome. Uh, Brian, how are you, man? Solid. Solid as a rock. Brian got a haircut. Uh, so I know in the past, whenever Brian got a haircut, he would get, what was the word, John? Salty? Salty. salty. Yeah. So we'll see if we have salty Brian tonight. Aaron, all the way from Texas. How are you, sir? I'm doing pretty good. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Uh, Brian's son randomly appeared with a old school transformer earlier. That was kind of <laughs> weird. Thought of you. Uh, it was Air Raid. Yeah. Uh, he was a what, what? What was he, John? He was an aerial bot. An aerial bot. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if you know him or not, Aaron. Some of those combiner transformers, I don't know all their names, so I'm sure he turned into one of the big ones when he combined for everybody. Yeah, that's exactly what John said, you guys, with your transform powers combined. Yes. John, how are you, sir? I'm doing good. That's doing good. Great. Getting ready to go on a trip. Getting ready to go to town for a couple days. And guess what, Aaron? He's not going to Bowling Green. I am not going to Bowling Green. Not, what? Not going anywhere near Bowling Green. Not wow. going to be on the other side of the state is mm. where we're going to be on. Mm. And Charlie gets the wonders and joys of hanging out with my dog for four days. So. Charlie, you looking forward to, to Margo time? Always. Yeah. She's been making signs and everything. <laughs> she's got, yeah, she's going to have the signs hung up at the house. So, can I, of course, can I share a story real of quick? Of course, Aaron. Right. This, this is a so, safe place. This is a <laughs> the safe nest. So, I've been training on the phone or over the internet audio all week. Mm-hmm. And I knew that dad was coming over yesterday to do something and i could see him coming through the kitchen so i immediately hit mute because i know as i i know as soon as he gets in here he's just gonna start just talking he's gonna go mid and dorm yeah say something while i'm sitting here training all these newbies on the phone as soon as he barges in there he goes boy i really gotta pee where's the restroom i was like i'm so glad i muted he he used to live in that house he knows where the restrooms are (laughs) aaron with his powers of it's good aaron (laughs) He was prepped and ready. Aaron, you've reached the point where you finally understand Dad. Congratulations. (laughs) Well, tell me this, John, real quick. Yes. Something out of the ordinary that happened to you this week. Aaron had his father yelling that he has to pee while he was training. Something out of the ordinary for you this week? I know it was a mundane week. Uh, Yeah, well, I mean... We're starting to get down to the end of it, and, and we're not really doing a lot. I didn't really have a lot go on that would you be considered to be mundane. I mean, or, or anything weird that happened this week. I mean, mm-hmm. I cut the grass. You one made it day. To six World Series championships. On a yeah. No, game. I haven't played it. I haven't. I haven't played a single baseball game since probably okay. the middle of June. Brian, Just haven't played much of it. Brian, out of the ordinary this week. Come on. <laughs> 
Well, something personally happened, but I can't oh. share that on this podcast. Wow, <laughs> this, this questions. Charlie, wow. can you save us out of the ordinary this week? Uh, nothing I can share on the podcast, guys. Wow, you guys are <laughs> you guys are having crazy right, lives. I'll, I'll share another story. <laughs> I found a, uh, there was a cooler that's been sitting in the corner of my kitchen, and I decided to open it up, and uh, it, it was a... full of water, a couple of Coke cans, and a rotten dead banana that just bloated and gross and disgusting. And <laughs> that's like <laughs> the dad peed in the cooler. <laughs> that's yeah. There's a portable pot right there, There's dad. A pot right there. Where's the beer? Uh, all right. <laughs> well, uh, guess what, guys? It is Olympics week. I'm the one guy the, uh, at the opening ceremony. Of the yes, night. the Olympics <laughs> opening ceremonies with no fans, no crowd, except for one janitor ready to pick up the confetti. <laughs> See, just Some dead. highlights. <laughs> one j- poor little yeah. Japanese guy sitting on the corner with a broom, head on the white outfit with the yeah. gloves. Oh, yeah, everything. they always have the white outfit. He was ready on, to go. Was I mean, that he, was, he was psyched. Did you see there's a bear loose somewhere in the stadium that they can't find? What? <laughs> like a like semi pro? <laughs> <laughs> Get down, Will Ferrell! Everybody, there's stay a, calm. I, I saw somebody. There's a black bear loose somewhere in the stadium. They cannot find it. They, they've spotted him a couple of times, and they they lost track of it. He's 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 got to have an event he likes. Just you know, wait till he comes out. It would be amazing if the black bear took to the track on the last like seven <laughs> times. John, Secret Here's what I want to see. I want to see if those speedwalkers will continue to only speedwalk <laughs> if the bear gets see out. See if they'll hold it together. That black bear come out and stands come down through there. That, that marathon going to pick up the pace there at the end. 25 oh, miles, man. and uh, all of a sudden they're like dying. Turn around, here comes that black bear behind them. They're just they just <laughs> charging. It'd be amazing. It would be. It'd be like semi-pro. He's like, can we have the lights turned on, please? Yeah. Everybody stay calm. I didn't see. <laughs> Every didn't, man for himself. I didn't read the full article. But evidently, the it started out with somebody on a treadmill or something yeah, to Carl, represent the okay, let me just, strife of man during the pandemic. Let me just put something. it out there. Carla loves the Olympics. She, I used to. She was like, oh, Dan I, and Dave. And oh, I do. And then, and then was it Dave didn't? Dave make, didn't even make. It? Yeah. Reebok <laughs> was like, well, we're screwed. I'm sorry, John. Go ahead. She was sitting there before we came over the night. And she had them on. She was watching mm-hmm. the opening ceremonies. I'm like, why are you watching that? Because I don't watch it on a good year. Man. I don't watch it on a good year. But they got all these. They're like, <laughs> and then they pan out. It's like, <laughs> except for that one guy standing over there with his broom. What? And yeah, so they had these. They they, they start off. And it's got this real majestic music and all this stuff. And Carl's like, here it comes. Here comes the opening ceremonies. And they had this light come on. And there's this one girl on a. She's on a like a, a treadmill. Treadmill. And she's just running. She's just running on the treadmill all by herself. And then way across the stadium, more than six feet distance, of course, there's somebody on like a stationary bike and then they had some other people doing something. I turned around and walked out after that. That's all I got to see. I, I didn't stand here and watch it. John, let me thing. ask you this question. Yes. What is your favorite Olympic event? <sighs> now, I'm more of a winter Olympics person than I am mm. a summer Olympics person. Yeah. I, I'm interested to see this year though, if I get a chance. I want to see that they've they, they're doing like a street ball showdown. What basketball? Have you heard this? No. Yeah, they've got a three on three tournament. This is terrible. In the Olympics. In this the Olympics. Yeah, they got three. We should people. get the old crew back together for what we did. <laughs> you the, all uh, should have fucked up days <laughs> down there at the street ball showdown oh, on Liberty I, Street. I played in the street ball showdown. We all did. Yeah, I didn't. I never played the street ball showdown. <laughs> Aaron didn't either. 
<laughs> me and Aaron set that one out. Yeah. But yeah, they're supposed to have that this year. They're supposed to have a like basically it's like the Louisville okay. Street Ball Showdown. Well, before you get into your list tonight, John, I did have one thing from uh, the internet I read about the Olympics. The Tokyo Bay, where Olympic swimmers will compete, is amazingly polluted. <laughs> Apparently, the bay still has a strong smell, even though 22,000 cubic meters of sand have been dumped into it and antibacterial screens were placed. Well, that's why they're so, moving it all up I the heard Fuk- Fukushima. about the... Uh Something about the oysters were attaching themselves to something. They're messing everything up. It was sinking something they were trying to use to clean the the water. So they were they're trying to get rid of the oysters. It's a big mess. It's good. So well. So speaking, speaking, speaking of the crabs. opening, yeah. Go ahead, Aaron. Yeah. Godzilla shows <laughs> speaking up. of the openings, there's there's it's no point mask. to watch the uh, the Olympic opening because they'll never top the. Uh, when Britain did the uh, opening and they had Mr. Bean out there, that is the top of no. My of favorite Olympic opening is where they didn't get the doves out of the way in time and they torched all the doves <laughs> in the uh, in the Olympic torch. Oh, I didn't know this. Yeah, they they like released all the doves yeah. and like before they could get them to leave, they like lit it and it was just like. So, John, speaking of the Olympic events, I think you have a list for us tonight. I, um, I did. I was I was looking for something Olympic-y because Carla had been sitting here watching. I got kind of in the spirit of things. I like, as I was saying before, I like the Winter Olympics better. Uh, I like the um, I like the ice hockey. I like international ice hockey and Curling. stuff like that. And it just doesn't seem like there's a whole lot in it. And I know people can be like, I don't want to say this, but there's just not a whole lot of risking life and limb in the Summer Olympics like there is in the Winter Olympics. You know, when you get down in the uh, bobsledding and the uh, the dead man slides and, and all those type things they do. So what we're going to do this evening is, is we found that I found this online. And these are things that they don't do anymore, but these are some old Olympic events that they did participate in. And it ranges throughout the history of the uh, Olympic Games, but these are the top 13 weird events that they had during the Olympics, and I think some of these we could actually dominate at if we you had think so? Yeah, I think we could, so that's what we're going to look at here. Number 13 on the list is they used to play tug-of-war <laughs> during the Olympics. Tug-of-war might seem like a children's game, but it also <laughs> was an event during the ancient Greek Olympics. It was revived for the modern Olympics Games for 1900-1920. In the event, two teams of eight tuggers would try to pull the other team about six feet. In August 1904 at the St. Louis, Missouri Olympiad, three teams from the United States swept the podium. Oh, ho. That's a, uh, we Americans know Nobody tug like us Americans. <laughs> but it wouldn't last the United States medal of the event. Great Britain would go on to become the greatest tug of war in Olympic history. Those dirty Brits. Man, I tell you. Charlie, in, in elementary school in... P.E. I remember they made us do tug of war one year. Did they ever do that at your school? No, they never did that at Beth Just square dancing? Oh, no, you guys probably weren't allowed to square dance either, were you? <laughs> square no, da- no. What? What are you talking about? I went square to a public dance? elementary school. We had to square dance, and one time we yep. had to tug of war against other, like, other, other, like, third grades. And I remember we figured out how to win the tug of war contest. Is you put all your strong people in the front, not in the back. Mm-hmm. Like I know you want a big strong anchor, but you put all your strongest people up front because that uh, that gives you the balance. And uh, we lost our first event because we had all the girls in the front, and we had, we we were like we'll go for the guys in the back. <laughs> and we got dominated, and we flipped it, 
and then we destroyed everybody. Oh yeah. So we played tug of war one time at Bethaven a few years ago, and uh, me and another teacher took on uh, the middle school PE class and dominated them. Just you two by yeah. yourselves? Oh yeah. Yeah, these were sixth graders. We, oh. just, we just took on the whole sixth grade class. We're like, we'll take you. I'll take y'all. And we destroyed them. Absolutely destroyed them. Mocked yeah. them the entire time. They nice. were laid on the floor. Brian, do you ever do uh, tug of war in school? Sure did. There's a lot. Of, that was almost always one of the field day events. Yeah, that you would have field to do. Day. That's what it was. And uh, but yeah, so that was always one of those things. Like mom that. used to always just when we lived in Texas. And we had field day. Mom would just not send us to school that day and take us to Six Flags. <laughs> oh, man. Do you remember that, Aaron? Every year. Yeah. I don't know what a field day is. We never got to go uh, to one. I, got, I went to one at Beauclair in uh, in Florida. Anyways, next event, John. All right, next one. This one is a, this one I would really like to see brought back because this would really show their athletic ability if they could actually do this. Okay. But number 12 is the standing high jump and the standing long jump. So it's you're a, just standing in place. Yeah, it's a lot like the modern version, but without the running. So you just had to jump. Like I've the high jump was you just went from like you that. went from zero to however many feet up at the same time. This sounds like an NBA combine that we're talking. I about I don't right even now. think I could jump on that treadmill. It says this about it. it says the standing long jump and My the standing no high jump <laughs> were part of the track and field competition in the Olympics from 1900 to 1904. Uh, 1908 in London. These two events are a lot like today's equivalent, but without the running start. So you would not get the ability to run and start on the high jump. Charlie, you've got the muscular legs. If we had a competition among us, the five of us, do you think you could outjump us? No, I have no hops whatsoever. <laughs> so even with the muscles. Last time I tried the jump rope, I threw, uh, hurt my knee so bad I couldn't walk the other day. <laughs> All right. So, John, so, Charlie, who do you think is going to win? Do you think Aaron, Aaron's got the secret hops? I think that uh, Brian does. Ooh. Yeah, Aaron's got a bad knee, so he, he ain't jumping. <laughs> well, Brian, you've been declared the official yeah. best jumper of the Thank group. You. I haven't <laughs> jumped in five years. I'm not going to start now. There's no... <laughs> <laughs> no, don't jump anymore. Those right. days, that ship has sailed. All right, Aaron's probably got the. He's more the body size for that type stuff. Just the standing long jump, just the just from zero to sixty like that. Probably twenty or thirty feet. But even, <laughs> even when I was even when I was younger, though, and doing taekwondo and doing jump kicks and stuff, I never did jump that high. So I, I don't think. Did, so, when y'all were doing Taekwondo, did y'all ever get into the Cobra Kai tournament? No, there? there's a there is a great no. Taekwondo story that Aaron has that involves members of our old church <laughs> and, Aaron, and Aaron beating them up. Did you fly kick somebody? Yes. Oh, I've got to hear He's that. He's related to you, I think. I haven't. I can't remember. <laughs> Note to sell. Fourteen minutes and fifty-seven seconds. Cut last name off of. <laughs> He's like what? Uh, He's gonna go down five. He's gonna go down five to Aaron. Yeah. Like one, he's like, "Come on, I've been looking for you. <laughs> Let's settle this." For my uh, black belt test, I had to fight three people at one time, so I just kicked one of them right in the stomach right away and took them out. So it was just me versus two at that point. Did he make that uh, sound? Uh, no, it was more I pitched with him. <laughs> All right. All right. This is one we could do. I found this. I is found this a sport. To you? Me? Yeah. No. I don't know. It's to the. <laughs> Let me get out that uh that that family tree of the patriarchs of our old. Church. I don't remember. Oh my gosh! No, he's... That thing crisscrosses and weaves all over the place. <laughs> what are you two having a private conversation about over there? 
You oh. didn't hear the name. Hear oh, that. okay. I missed it. Yeah. yeah. Go on. Go All right. On. This is something we could do right now. <laughs> now, I know that Brian has some bicycles out in the, in the shed or in the garage. Mm-hmm. So I think after this is over, we go out there. We go to one of your neighbors that has a welding torch, and we build a tandem, tandem. bicycle for three. Because one of the events that was Does in the... Does tandem mean two? Yeah. But, you know, Friendly? we got three of us here. We could do three. Okay, go ahead. I could say it another way, but I'm not going to. <laughs> Tandem cycling. Tandem cycling. Yes. Tandem cycling was an event. You've got to be in sync if you're going to be fast on a tandem bike. Tandem cycling isn't just fun a thing to do on the beach. It is actually an Olympic sport that was made its debut in the 1908 Olympic uh, Games in London. Man, they had some trippy stuff going on in London in 1908. <laughs> the sport continued in every Olympia from 1920 to 1972. In the tandem event, two-person teams sprinted. Uh, two, I mean, I don't think meters. you have to explain it, John. It's, I, I it's just two there. people on a bike. Yeah. <laughs> in Cebu, France took the gold. I was almost done. I had like three words left. You get oh, I don't bike gold. I want to see. Uh, I want to see a tandem like triathlon where they fire the guns at each other. <laughs> yeah. It's called. It's called war, Aaron. <laughs> no. What is? What's the? They did that. They did that in France. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't there a sport where they they run and they ride the bike and they fire the gun and all that? That's, but that's not the Winter Olympics. But not at each other. <laughs> I know, but if there's see if there's two of them, they'll shoot at each other. That was the joke. Okay. Look at this. Yeah, the French and German team out there <laughs> just sniping. Everybody. Just the Russian group just seems to be excellent snipers. <laughs> the Russians are like, I don't understand why this is so hard. <laughs> this is not hard. <laughs> Here's one for us. I couldn't do this one if I tried. Number 10 weird of weird Olympic sports is the rope climb speed and style competition. Style? Yes. And they, there's a picture of a guy here, and he's like, <laughs> he's like holding onto the rope, but his legs are like straight out in front of him like he's in a seating position. He's just wailing away. Yeah. Yeah, they got a guy climbing a rope. That's the whole sport. I can understand why these are no longer Olympic events. Could you imagine these and right now? now? Style rope competition. <laughs> style. Brian is climbing it's up like, with his feet. Yeah. Jacques Balloon like from Secret Swimming. Charlie <laughs> has gone to the using his teeth method <laughs> while holding himself perpendicular. <laughs> right up the. And John has managed to hang himself. You could. I get up that rope really quick if that black bear came running out of the stage. <laughs> This be the style competition has taken a wild turn as the bears join. Here's one that that is unusual for the Olympics. Number nine is motorboating, racing around in a motorboat. Oh, Glad you cleaned that up there. Thanks, John. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, I was just reading the. I think racing. I found the gold medalist. <laughs> racing around sport for me in a motorboat. Motorboating is a sport that has required zero athletic skills. <laughs> that. No crap. Uh, yeah, that's true. It appeared in the Olympics for only one year. <laughs> oh, but they had to quit. Yeah, yeah, I can't imagine why. The men-only motorboating event <laughs> took place in September of 1908 at the oh. London Olympics. Uh, Charlie, so this reminds me of a story about one of our teachers who remain nameless, who told us, who explained to us that the Olympians, the early Olympians, were all done uh, naked. Yeah, 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 everybody knows that. Yeah, so that just (laughs) Aaron's mind is going so many different places. I don't, I don't see how motorboating and naked Olympians all come together, but. (laughs) 
and just die. I understand what Charlie's saying. It's All perfect. Right. It's I, was, just like I it. was trying to be nice today, but. <laughs> Instead, I started talking about naked Instead, people. Instead, I want to talk about naked men in the gym. And then I got salty. I got to salty. talk about naked people. Somehow I put that together with motorboats. John, you're not getting the motorboat connection. I'm not. You're going to have to explain oh, it to really me. I'm, I'm what? Just, I'm innocent. <laughs> I've never had a dirty thought go through my mind a single day in my life. Brian, give me those basketballs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Number eight. Good for the French. The French won something. Croquet. Oh, Didn't man. the French just win the tandem bikes too? Well, hang on, croquet because it was the because it was the event in which only France competed. The French were like, "Hey, we're going to have us some croquet." And Wouldn't they, that be amazing? <laughs> you show up for an Olympic event and you're the only competitor, and you're like, "Well, I guess you're going to give me the gold." If I could do that, it'd be like um, like speed walking or something. It would be like four hours and thirty seven minutes later, and I'd be like, "Yeah, well, like not in that bear flag. Showed up. That, that bear. It, it, it kind of sounds like. Uh, the Olympics, the Olympics, the only competitor sounds like the Northside competition. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We didn't know there was a hem whistling contest. That wasn't on the sheet. Oh, we just edited it. You must not have got the, the email on that. Yeah. They, uh, the, the pastor's son needed a competition. <laughs> yeah, my cousin. <laughs> yeah, I remember, remember who the pastor of the church was. Um, wow. They, uh, I'm just going to go over and play with these basketballs. I'll never forget that we went down there the year, my senior year, and they called a friend of mine up to get his third place award. And he should have got first because the other person was like, a, was like a stick drawing. He walks up, he gets his third base ribbon, turns around on stage and rips it. <laughs> <laughs> Beth Haven was never invited back to another no. one of those things. I, I went when I was there. Oh, did you? Yeah. Then y'all must have patched up the. Must have patched it up. Know. We got third <laughs> place in Bible trivia. But you there was a. I was on I was one of the on Bible dreams. Yeah. Dream. But there was a scandal that year, too, about scores being changed or something. Yeah. It was always a scandal. scandal. <laughs> Those North Signers. ESPN's doing a 30 for 30. <laughs> North Side competition. Now you got it. All right. Number seven. This is one that we could all be part of. You ready? I wish they still had this one because this would be amazing. Pizza eating. Oh, please. Horse vaulting. Pommel horse, John. No, I kid you not. There's no, a no, picture. No, wait, wait. Why do you think all of us could do horse? Because I think it'd be amazing to watch. We would, I would break my neck. Yeah, but you would. You could at least try. Horse vaulting, pommel horse on a real horse. Now that is amazing. Like the pommel horse gymnastics thing in the 1920 Olympic Games in Antwerp, Belgium, including the aero, aerobatic equestrian event called vaulting. Equestrians vaulting is a lot like gymnastics on a horse. Riders are required to do different variations of jumps onto and from their horse. So similar to like rope climbing with style, this is basically horse riding with style. Yeah, you know how they do the pommel horse in the gymnastics? Except you're doing it off a real horse. Only three countries competed, Belgium, France, and Sweden. France won again. Belgium won the gold medal. Belgium. Don't don't cross them. That would be serious, though. I mean, could you imagine (laughs) horses running around There were more competitors, but they died. Literally. <laughs> Here's one. Ski ballet. Ice skating on a downhill skis. So they drop you off a mountain and you got to do a ballet routine as you're going down a mountain. This is the dumbest stuff I've ever heard. Ain't it though? But they actually did this. This was, And this was not like it was like in the 1920s. This is 1988. This is during the Calgary Olympics. 
Mm. In the Calgary Winter Olympics well, in February sense. 1988. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Canada. Uh, mm. And the Albertville France Olympics in 1992, Scal- ski ballet was featured as a demonstration sport. So it wasn't technically a real sport. Uh, Never mind. Heck with that. It's not real. Demo sport. Here's one. Number five, skijoring. <laughs> Riding a horse. What? This can't be dangerous at all. Okay, there's no way that this could possibly be dangerous to you or the horse. How do you spell that? S K I J O R I N G. Skajoring. Riding a horse around a frozen lake while on skis. That's the sport. Wait, wait. Who's on you're skis? You're on skis wait, or the horse is on the skis? Horse, yeah, who's on skis? Let's find out. Oh, is the horse pulling you on skis? I, I'm going to say, horse is probably pulling you. I, I think yeah. the horse should be on skis. <laughs> That would be you had like stilts with skis. Here it or is. Something. February 1928, the Winter Olympics at St. Mort's, Switzerland, included a demonstration sport called skijoring. I'm looking at In the events, skiers wore a harness that was attached to the horse. Oh, yeah. The horse and the skiers raced around the course on the frozen lake. Three Swiss athletes swept the podium Rudolf Vimpersvern, <laughs> Bibi Tapersvern, and Mukensbergen. Bergen Yeah. Without any jumps or salams on the course, the event proved to be pretty boring. Really? I think that'd be amazing. That sounds pretty cool. Yeah. Here we go. I could. I found what I could. I could be in number four as we go through this. Here's number four: art, competitive architecture, literature, music, painting, and sculpture. So it is the Northside competition. This is not a sport. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But it happened in 1912. So anyway, yeah, and they could. Yeah, they would draw pictures. Uh, at every Olympics between 1912 and 1948, sporting events weren't the only kind of competition. Artists competed in an artistic events that included five categories, architecture, literature, music, painting, and sculpture. The arc was re- required to fit into the sports theme of the Olympics, and it often depicted sporting events. I think you lost us all on that one, John. Yeah, me too. Bring us back. Number three, special figures. This is a uh, doodle drawing doodles on the ice and then skating them out. They got pictures here. That, that would be it. That would be really hard. But what? Yeah, you was, draw a doodle and you have to skate your yeah. doodle. Figure skating first appeared in the Summer Olympics in 1908 in London, England, 16 years before the Winter Olympics. As part of the competition, four events took place: men's singles, ladies' singles, uh, blah blah blah, special figures, and men's special figures in the special figures event which took place in October 1908, skaters would draw intricate patterns on the ice, uh, which more or less looked like elaborate doodles, submit the design to the judges, and then complete those figures with their movements on the ice. Interesting. So, that, I think that one sounds pretty cool. Yeah, that don't sound too bad. Here's one that we could all get behind. Actually, after this podcast, we can go out and we can practice this. Okay, you ready? I don't know how this works, but... Solo synchronized scarf and barf. <laughs> that would be amazing. <laughs> Solo synchronized swimming. Synchronized synchronized swimming by yourself. Don't you have to be synchronized with somebody? Yeah. Let's see. Synchronized swimming debuted in August 1984 at the Los Angeles Olympic Games with two events, women's duets and women's solo. In the solo event, instead of synchronizing with another swimmer or a team, the swimmer would sync with a chosen music. So it was kind of like a gymnastics routine. So you're just out there kind of doggy paddling around. I still don't know how that works. Out there. So I know we have a lot of uh, younger listeners. Please go on YouTube and look up Martin Short and Secret Eye Swimming. That's all I got to say. It's, it's amazing. It is. 
And then here we go. Number one, and this is this would actually be something we could all compete in. Again, we can practice in your yard afterwards. Plunge for distance. Basically floating in a pool. That's the name of the sport. He's plunging the distance. In September 1904, Olympics in St. Louis, Missouri again, aquatic athletes took part in an event called Plunge for Distance. Distance plunging required swimmers to dive off of a platform into the water and travel as far as they could in 60 seconds without moving any limbs. Three Americans swept the podium. William Dickey with 19.05 meters, Edgar Adams with 17.53, and Leo Goodwin with 17.37 meters. This sport did not require much athleticism or school skill, and spectators were basically watching someone float in the pool. You can, you can go down the Ohio River and watch that right now. Anyway, so there the it Americans is. Americans were all fat. We just floated. <laughs> Sploosh. That was it. He's never had her again. That was the end of it. So there it is, ladies and gentlemen. Your top fifteen weird. Olympic so, John, events. what is it? What is it that you do in your life that you could win a gold medal for? Oh man! If there was some kind of Olympic event that had to do with, uh, what are y'all watching? Oh gosh! Uh, Never mind. I don't want to see it. a video to help explain. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I don't know how that video could actually explain anything. Oh, you'd be surprised. If they had a um, if they had a, a, a Olympic event for cutting grass, I could, you think I you could, could win a that. gold medal for that? I think I could. I think as I much. I think my father-in-law would trash you, <laughs> annihilate you. They probably would. I mean, you're, you're yeah, but you're 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 you have actually like married into a family of Greek gods. Just saying. I mean, I'm talking about you you'd said have to be, you could win a gold medal. You would have to, be, yeah, but you'd have to be in your weight. You have to be in your own like division, <laughs> okay? You have to be in your own class. class. I mean, so, I'd be in the uh, over forty, over two hundred pound class. You know, that would be my thing. Okay, fair enough. So, yeah. what what would a what would a lawn mowing competition be? Would it be like style points for how like trim it is, or like a speed thing, or, or, or what design? would the competition? No, they would they would give yeah. you. You would be like put in. You would have like these grassy places that were maybe. 50 yards long and, you know, 10 yards wide or whatever. And you would just, they would just say go and you just crank up that lawnmower and run down through there as fast as you could. See how fast you so cut the grass. Speed thing. Yeah, okay. just, just a speed total thing. speed thing. I mean, it would be great. The, um, the screw ups and the wrecks would be absolutely monumental. I mean, especially if you flip that lawnmower over and took what off if, one of your shoes. What if four mowers start at four corners and it's whoever can mow the most of that field? Before it's all gone. Yeah. Or you could do synchronized. You could do synchronized. Mm, you could do synchronized lawnmower throwing. That would be so, that would be an event. All right, Aaron. So this is actually something I found on YouTube a couple mm. weeks ago. That farm simulator game is basically that. They have competitions and tournaments where people try to on teams try to mow as fast as they can and try to mess up the other team and collect all the hay. So this is actually an actual thing with video games. So Aaron, there you we're go. Not, we're not talking video. Aaron, what do you win in the gold medal? I'm just. Uh, it would have to be a two-man team, and it would be jigsaw puzzles. Me and mom taking on everybody. <laughs> wow. All right. Yeah. Charlie. Yeah. What was that, bud? What are you uh, winning a gold medal doing? Dog sitting. Mm, I mean, you and Ferris Bueller. Hard to top that. Mm -hmm. would, would you roll with a uh, with radar? Is that your uh, your go-to? Me, Clyde. Clyde, I mean, oh, yeah. There you go. Brian, what do you win in a gold medal in besides having an amazing beard? That would be it. That'd be it. 
That's it. Say, I, I really don't know, Tim. Brian. I don't. Woodwork. Nah. Mm. I mean, I, I'm all right, but. He's maybe a silver medalist, <laughs> not a gold medalist. I don't know that I'm making the, the podium on that one, but. <laughs> not making the podium. It's good. Chillaxing. Ooh. There it is. I, I, might I would love to do that, yes. Yeah. Good. It's there a it good is. list, John. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. It's really well done. I wasn't I wasn't really that worried about it, but I was, whew. I'm glad it went over. A lot of pressure. We got Aaron's approval. Yeah. Aaron, Aaron's clapping, so yes. It must have been great. Yeah. Well, if you enjoyed this podcast, maybe you enjoy the Olympics. Check us out on past podcasts, whether it's on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Anchor, whatever that other podcast thing that John likes now. Overcast. Overcast. But until next time, I am sorry, Brent. We're going to catch you later. Oh, and uh, never mind. I'll have to look it up. Forget it. <laughs> it's like an obscured uh, Olympic event right there. No, we're on another podcasting site, yeah, so but I can't can, remember. Uh, Encyclopedia Britannica. We could have won the gold medal podcasting. <laughs> That's not likely. Aaron? So Carrie Strug should be happy she wasn't competing during the horse gym this days because they would have shot her <laughs> when she broke her leg. So, yes. oh my oh my gosh. Gosh.